Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Employment Law Year in Review Regional Roundtable Series, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Gato Arts, partner with Lydian in Belgium. Each year, we kick off our program with a special series of Year in Review programs, broken down by region and focusing on the most impactful regulations of the past year, as well as forecasting on important topics that will impact employers in the coming year. Today, joining us, we have an ELA member representing Northern Ireland. Joining us in the program is Ashling Byrne, partner at ANL Goodbody. Welcome, Ashling. How are you today? I'm good, Cato, and it's nice to catch up with you again. I think when we last met, it was in Vienna. Very different that we're now talking virtually, but good to talk to you. Likewise, always a pleasure. So let's just kick off with the first question. What were the most significant legal changes in 2023 that impacted employers? Northern Ireland is quite a peculiar jurisdiction in that we are part of the UK, obviously, but we have our own government and employment law in this jurisdiction is a devolved matter. Unfortunately, for the entirety of 2023, we haven't had a functioning government. So that certainly had a significant impact on, I suppose, the lack of any legislative development in this jurisdiction over the past year. We haven't been able to implement some of the changes that have been introduced in the rest of the UK. So for those of you familiar with the UK, you'll know that there are some governmental changes coming in relation to the likes of redundancy law, flexible working, carers leave, tips legislation. But unfortunately, because of the position we're in in Northern Ireland, we haven't been able to introduce any of those statutory changes. So that's probably the biggest issue that we have in this jurisdiction. And then just thinking about, you know, what's happened, what the biggest impact has been in this jurisdiction over the past year has probably emanated from one case. Again, some of the listeners might have heard of it. It's a Supreme Court judgment in Agnew and the Police Service for Northern Ireland. Now, it's a UK Supreme Court decision. So it went all the way to the UK Supreme Court. But the case originated in the Northern Irish jurisdiction And it involved policemen in Northern Ireland challenging the way that their holiday pay had been calculated over a number of years. It had been calculated based on basic pay when the courts ultimately found that it should have factored in overtime pay. And the estimated cost from that case alone to the police service of Northern Ireland is estimated to be in around £40 million. So a very significant judgment in the NI jurisdiction. And there are currently about 190,000 cases ongoing in Northern Ireland in relation to holiday pay. And again, for anybody familiar with Northern Ireland, it's quite a small jurisdiction. So to have nearly 200,000 cases in relation to holiday pay is a huge problem. I think the local tribunal estimated that it would take them about 14 years if they were going to hear all of the cases So I think that's been the biggest challenge in this jurisdiction, both for employers and for the local tribunal. Wow, that is indeed quite significant. Mm. I would say 2023 has been a good year for lawyers then. (laughs) Many lawyers are hoping that 2024 is going to be better because for all of 2023, all of those cases were stayed before the local tribunal. So effectively nothing happened until we got the Supreme Court judgment, which only came out a couple of months ago. So now the cases have all been reactivated. So I think everybody's 
bracing themselves for 2024. It's looking like it's going to be a very busy time in the tribunal, certainly in relation to litigation. I think every firm locally will have a number of holiday pay claims, sometimes class actions running. So yeah, it's going to be busy. Wow. Yes, it sure sounds like it. And so the government, is there any view of having a functioning government in 2024? Uh, there's been a lot of talk, but very little action. So anecdotally, there was talk that we were going to have a government in September. Then it became November. Now, obviously, we're in December. Still no functioning executive. I think everybody remains hopeful because most of the population realise that we'd be much better off in many ways, not only from an employment law perspective, but in every way, if we can get a functioning government up and running again. But I couldn't say for certainty that we will have, even in 2024, unfortunately. Wow. Well, I'm from Belgium, so I know how that feels, and I wish you all the best <laughs> with that. So other than the um, the increase in cases on holiday pay, what are your predictions for 2024? Are there any employment law updates or changes anticipated, despite the government not being functioning? Short answer is very few. Uh, there's There's quite a lot happening in the rest of the UK. You know, I've mentioned changes in relation to redundancy and flexible working, but we're really far behind now in the NI jurisdiction. You know, particularly in relation to flexible working, we're under a very old regime, whereas things have moved on quite a bit in the rest of the UK. We managed to introduce one piece of legislation in relation to um, parental bereavement leave in 2023. But other than just some general updates to rates and limits and national minimum wage. Very little has happened, you know, from a statutory perspective. And there's very little in the pipeline for 2024, unfortunately. So it just means that Northern Ireland is continuing to, I suppose, diverge from the rest of the UK in relation to its employment law in particular. Okay, thank you. Well, nonetheless, it sounds like we should keep an eye on Northern Ireland next year because who knows what will happen. Ashing, this has been a very interesting discussion and especially helpful for employers in Northern Ireland. Thank you very much for your time. Not at all, Cattle. Lovely to speak to you again. Likewise. If you would like to connect with Ashling, please click on her bio in the description of this podcast. We also encourage you to reach out to any of our lawyers around the world by selecting Find a Lawyer on the ELA website at ela.law or download our app by searching Employment Law Alliance in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Additionally, check out training.ela.law to access our training portal, featuring online harassment prevention programs and much more. Information about all the programs available in the Year in Review series and other resources are available on the event landing page at ela.law. You've been listening to the Employment Law Year in Review Regional Roundtable, a series brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Kato Aerts. Thanks for listening.